For over 20 years while working at the post office, our guest had a dream to one day own her own postal store with the ability to individualize customer service and provide guidance. And three years ago, she made that dream come true when she founded a logistics super center focused on serving startup businesses with fulfillment, services, education, and guidance. You will be so inspired by this founder startup stories. It's Fab Female Founder Friday on the Startup Life Live Show. Let's glow, everyone. Woohoo! Hello and welcome to the Startup Life Live Show. I'm your host, Andy Lyons, four times founder and startup champion to founders around the world. And after raising four businesses of myself, I have such a deep appreciation of what you all are doing every single day. Oh my gosh, let me get out the clapper. I am so proud of you and awe and wonder of you getting up every day and bringing your dream to life. You're amazing because you know how it is. One minute you're popping the champagne and celebrating and the next minute you're like <laughs> crying into the champagne because a new growth moment has happened, right? Nothing prepares you for the seat that you're in right now as a founder. So I'm so thrilled that you carved out time to tune in and up your founder game right here on the Startup Life Live show, because our conversations will inspire you, but they'll also spark an idea or a solution to a problem you may have because the founder we're chatting with is telling you how they or he or she figured it out, right? And you're like, oh my gosh, now I know what to do. So I'm grateful that you carved out the time to be here and tune in, whether you're joining us live or via the replay. Hello, or podcast listeners. I deeply appreciate your time and presence and want to remind you, as you do better as a founder, that's right, your startup will do better. Wherever you're tuning in, please be sure to click on that thumbs up, like button, because it helps us reach more founders around the world. I really, really appreciate that. And if you are tuning in via YouTube, if you'd be so kind as to subscribe and join there. And also, if you want to get a deep dive on whomever I am interviewing each week, join the Startup Life Live meetup group. I know there's going to be a founder that I'll be interviewing or an investor that will resonate with your journey. So links are in the show notes, Startup Life Live at the meetup group platform. Please join us there. I also want to talk a little bit today about this wonderful platform here, and it's owned by one of my favorite female founders right here in Boston, Bobby Carlton, and she's celebrating eight years of Innovation Woman, and this is a platform, and ladies, you know what I'm talking about when I say this that she created to end mantles. You know what I'm talking about, right? All those tech conferences you attend where it's only men and usually white men speaking from the stage on panels. <laughs> Fab female founders, please visit Innovation Women. You are an expert now. And one of the best ways to increase visibility for your startup is by speaking on a panel. Innovation Women is a favorite resource for event planners from around the world seeking women for their panels and events. It's very affordable. So go and join and sign up using that link. Oh, let's see. I don't think you can see it. So let me just pop it in the comments. It'll be in the show notes as well. But the bit.ly link is bit.ly backslash Andy, I-N-N-O women. So I really want you to be sure to take advantage of that. All right. 
I am going to go ahead and introduce you to this phenomenal woman that we're chatting with today. It's the amazing Tiffany Townsend, founder of Ship Black. And let me give you a little idea of her background. As I said earlier, she took her 20 plus years of experience and expertise and launched her dream business in 2019, Ship Black, where she not only provides all the outstanding fulfillment services you need for your product and e-commerce service uh, business, but she also delivers an abundance of guidance and education newbie business owners desperately need as they begin meeting orders from customers. We're going to get such great information and inspiration from this remarkable woman. Let me bring her into the room. Here she comes. It's the one and only Tiffany Townsend. Woo! Oh my goodness. I am so happy to be here, Andy. I am delighted to have you. So folks, I've got to tell you, if you follow the show and tune in, maybe you heard the episode with Kim Roxy, right? From La Make Beauty, the one who did her brows while we were talking. I mean, I was just so blown away, but she told everyone and gave everyone your advice, Tiffany, which was before you even design the packaging, talk to someone like Tiffany from Ship Black so that you can get the right packaging. So I'm just going to do that. Shout out to Kim Roxy right yes, here. Yes, we love Kim and the Meat Beauty. Yay. And so where are you located, Tiffany? I'm actually located in Houston, Texas. Andy. Yay. <laughs> Everyone, if you're tuning in live, let us know where you're located right now so we can cheer for you there. And also, you know that it's so important anytime you can to get your brand out there, right, you newbie founders? So the beauty of showing up live is you can amplify your brand, share your business name, one liner and website URL in the comments, and we will showcase and celebrate you and your wonderful work live. And if you have any questions or want to say, we love Tiffany, you know, <laughs> pop those comments in the comment threads and we'll bring, on oh up, bring them up right like this. But I am so excited to have you here, Tiffany. I really, when I looked at your background, I was just an on wonder of everything that you've done, why did this become a dream for you? Like, where, what lit you up as you were there working at the post office? Because so many people have dreams, but they don't take action. So I'd love to find out what was that compelling moment that you said, I'm going to do this and launch Ship Black and become an entrepreneur. Well, I think I have to back up from when I actually interviewed for my job at the United States Postal Service in September of 1998. I don't date myself, but uh, September 98, when I applied for the post Postal Service, my postmaster at that time, you know, interviewed me and he asked me, you know, to have any questions at the end of the interview. And I said, well, you know, I just want you to know that I want your job. <laughs> and... It was crickets. It was quiet. And I was like, um, either that was very brave or very stupid. I'm just thinking, I'm like, I don't know how this is going to go. Um, and it was a long pause. And he find, he said, you're hired. And I'm like, okay. So, cause I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to go back home and tell, you know, my mom that, you know, I was being sassy. Right. And didn't get the job because I was, you know, being sassy. So what it what it did, Andy, from that moment on, it set me on a path of leadership. From that day on, when I walked through the doors of the United States Postal Service, I had to act as a postmaster. You know why? Because I was smart mouth and I told him I wanted his job. But I worked every day to get his job. 
you know, and oh so I gosh. actually became a postmaster after five years with the United States Postal Service. I actually became a postmaster, a small level office and just start exceeding from then. And that's why people say, well, how do you have all of that within that time? Yeah, because I knew what I wanted before I came in. That's right. Okay. You set the intention. And not I only said, that, you walked the talk. You mm -hmm. said, well, I can't be, you know, light and fluffy here. Right. right. And, and willy nilly, I have to show up like I would as a postmaster, but you set right. the tone in the interview. Right. Yes, I did. And, and he just had now that's called branding folks. When you tell right. people what, how you be that way, I <laughs> love that story. Something fierce. That's so mm -hmm. inspirational. And I just want to say it's a King is, is tuning in from Houston and he can't wait to, hear the shipping hacks from today oh, wow. hooray and mm -hmm. hey richard oh podcasting extraordinaire man he's tuning in from northern california Hi, you can always find richard oh at talk to me guy wow. phenomenal producer of podcast folks mm -hmm. um anyway so tiffany so then where because you could have stayed at the post office had a wonderful retirement package and done wonderful things when and why did you step out? But first of all, had, did you have role models of entrepreneurs in your life or were you hustling product in elementary school? Like, <laughs> how did you know that you wanted to do your own thing? I'm going to tell you, Andy, I had, I absolutely did not want to be an entrepreneur. I was happy with my career in the United States Postal Service. Like I said, I set the tone. I wanted to be postmaster of the town that I grew up in, Angleton, Texas. And that's what I strived for all of my career. And it actually was a spiritual. Um, God really put on my heart that it was time to go. And I'm like, you tricked me, you know, got me here thinking that this was, you know, my place and I, and I worked hard here and it was just a call to go higher. And I was like, okay, um, the only thing that I know how to do and what I've done the last past 20 years is um, operate in the United States po Postal Service, which is I love. I absolutely love the Postal Service, the products and services, everything about it. You know, I loved it. And so the opportunity was to own my own postal store to take it to another level. Okay, to actually enhance customer service. If you didn't know, Andy, the United States Postal Service was the second best, the second pop most popular gathering place in the community. First was the church, the yep. second was United States Postal Service. Okay, because everybody wanted to come to the post office. And so I actually wanted to go back to the basics. I wanted to create an atmosphere and create a place where the community gathered. What a beautiful vision. And thank you for saying yes. Cause like God will speak to many of us and we'll go, Oh, hell no. <laughs> no right? We're not doing that. What do you mean? You want me to go this way? I'm not doing it. No, right. <laughs> but you said, okay, you know, you've got a bigger vision for me and, and mm -hmm. greater work for me in the world. And so I better, right. I'm, I'm going to say yes and step up. And, and folks, the reason I always ask this question on the show is that as a founder, you have to be called and compelled mm -hmm. to bring your work to the world. Otherwise, you're not going to get out of bed during those dark days of the soul. And the dark days are an absolute guarantee as a founder. It's just how we respond. And so when we're lit up by a passion that's bigger than us and a purpose that's bigger than us, absolutely, we can get up. Right, Tiffany? Oh, absolutely. So let's talk about how you began, because it's one thing, again, to have this dream and have be called and compelled and mm -hmm. know and have this vision of a place that 
you know, helps, you know, with fulfillment and guidance and education with a sense of community around it mm-hmm. so that folks feel at home and that they belong in your establishment. Mm-hmm. But where did you begin? Did you find the location mm-hmm. first? Did you join a cohort or a, an accelerator program? Did you have advisors? Um, no, actually, it was to, for me, Andy, um, what I'm going to tell you in the natural is all God led. And so I actually end up taking over a postal store that was turnkey. Um, the previous owner had actually passed away uh, months prior and the family was looking for someone to come and take over. And so I actually purchased the postal store from um, the previous owners and we actually went from there. And so it was kind of like being in a house that was already furnished and all they needed was someone with the expertise to take over and, and take the wheel. And that's what I done. Oh my gosh. And Tiffany, this is wonderful. And and I'll Mm -hmm. tell you why folks, you don't have to come up with an idea. And we had Allegra Stennett on the show from new majority capital and Mm -hmm. they actually finance fund, Mm -hmm. um, you know, folks like you who want to buy an existing business because, you know, you can get in much easier that way than figuring Mm -hmm. out all the steps and pieces and locations. Okay. Can Brilliant. I'm not surprised, but brilliant step. And so what was that like when you said, okay, I'm going to take over this location? Well, I took over the location, Andy. Uh, I was having fun. Uh, I was learning the, uh, about everyone in the community. And like I always say, I was minding my business and the pandemic hit. Oh my the gosh. Pandem- pandemic you, that's hit. right. Cause you launched in 2019. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the pandemic hit before I was able to celebrate my year. When I celebrated my year anniversary and my postal store, it was me and my three kids. Um, <laughs> with Just sitting there going, cookies. now what do we do? Yeah, with cake and cookies. And we were on lockdown at the yeah. time. So I had absolutely no customers coming in. And Andy, at that moment, what I had to do is make a decision. If I was going to shut down, because I, at this time I've lost all of my foot traffic. Yeah. Um, am I going to shut down like all of the other business in the strip mall? Okay. Or am I going to stay ho- open? And so what I had to do is pivot. I had to pivot. And I said, you know what? Um, I don't have any customers here. I'm going to stay open. Um, I'm going to try to serve the community as I know. So what I've done is actually turned my uh, delivery van. I turned it into a mobile mail room. And so I actually equipped it with all the type of mailing supplies. And then I started sending emails and contacting my clients to see what their mailing needs were. And what I found out is people not only had family in and around the Houston area, but family all over the United States and abroad that were lacking supplies and they needed to get those supplies there. Uh, Everywhere did not have masks. Toilet paper was scarce nationwide. So I created these quarantine kits, Andy, where I was sending um, 10 masks, two paper towels, two toilet papers, uh, gloves, and hand sanitizer. And I was sending quarantine kits out, Andy, from my postal store for my clients. I was sending them to family members nationwide and to China. We sent stuff to uh, some some shelters in China for uh, the kids that were homeless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, everybody. I'm having an delicious <laughs> moment. <laughs> How much you love that story. Oh my gosh, Tiffany, you are so <laughs> remarkable and resourceful, but also deeply caring. What a oh, phenomenal absolutely. thing that you mm-hmm. did for your community. Absolutely. And 
your business. Mm -hmm. Talk about being creative. Oh my gosh. And Richard O wants to chime in here and says, the small town I grew up in coastal California had no postal delivery. Our PO was the town center and it was great. Yep. I mm -hmm. love that. And hey, RJ, tuning in from LA. RJ hey, from RJ. LA. RJ from LA. Hey, I RJ. Oh my gosh. So happy folks. Be sure to say hi to Tiffany, put your comments in the threads and, uh, or, and we'd love to celebrate you, especially if you have a business or if you have a comment or question for Tiffany. Yeah. So now you're getting through creatively and resourcefully mm -hmm. the pandemic and building your brand because your brand incorporates, we care about you. Right. We want community here. We right. want you to rely on us right. to get things shipped, right? To get ship done. Right. Yeah. To make ship happen. <laughs> make ship happen. And yeah. so, you know, how, what steps did you take then? And you, because you had a business model and now you mm -hmm. had a complete pivot and who knew what, how long this was going to last and what was going to happen next. Talk a little bit about that, please. Absolutely, Andy, because this where Ship Black was birthed. So what happened is when I talked about the strip centers closing down, of course, you had mandates on boutiques, stores to shut down, restaurants shut down. And so you had people trying to survive, Andy. You had people coming up with side hustles like nobody's business because they had to feed their family. Yes. And so what happened is, of course, the post office did stay open, but post office had long lines and was not sanitized. And so I end up with every day just a crowded lobby of people. Okay, I, I was I'm like, I'm gonna have to do a line because people coming in. But what I end up having was in my lobby, businesses learning and collaborating for knowledge. Okay, that's ship yes. black. Yeah, businesses learning and collab because everyone was drawing from each other. People didn't have Instagram pages. This individual didn't know about this. This individual didn't know about that. And everybody was feeding off each other. Every, and so here I am with the most knowledge and I'm giving instructions to this place. Okay, grab this, make sure you have this. Let's look at this packages. Oh, I, I have some of this at home. Okay, when you come tomorrow, bring this. And I had businesses learning and we were all collaborating together. Everyone was trying to survive. And what I found out after so many people coming and crying at my counter, Andy, for making horrible shipping mistakes. And I'm talking about shipping mistakes, meaning I'm going to sell something and I'm going to sell it for $25 and charge $5 for shipping and then get to the counter to mail it. And the shipping is actually $21. And so they've not made anything. No. And when you get that over and over again, you really understand. And for me, it was a passion. I need to educate these individuals on how to actually properly pack and ship and price. They have to understand the metrics piece. Absolutely. And folks, you know, this is when people were creative. I'm not wearing that necklace anymore. Can I put that up on Etsy? You know, <laughs> or, you know, there were people going by and doing Gary V's favorite thing, which is to go buy yard sales and go, oh yeah, I can move that product. No problem. I'll buy it mm -hmm. for this and sell it for that. Excellent. But you're absolutely right. So whenever I buy from someone on Etsy or an individual selling, I know that mm -hmm. I'm going to pay a lot for shipping. And I'm happy to do that mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. I know that this is part of their business. Right. But boy, that, you know, broken hearts overweight. I'm going to make a dollar on this. Maybe, you know, that's terrible. So the fact, and, and I just love all the parts and pieces of what you just said, Tiffany, mm -hmm. about people mm -hmm. coming together, mind sharing, you going, yes. you know, oh yeah, we can figure this out here and there. 
And you all of a sudden then saw that this was tapping into another side of what you wanted to give people yes. and, uh, and of your brilliance, which is your ability to teach and educate and guide, Absolutely. which is just your, a natural extension of your extraordinary leadership skills, right? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. Andy. And so what I end up doing was actually turning my whole, you know, people were making so many mistakes at the shipping piece. I'm like, let me just do this for you. Just drop your stuff off here and leave. Drop it off. It was during the pandemic, right? Yes. Drop it off, leave. So I'm got a counter full of stuff. So to make a long story short in that, Andy, that's how I end up with a fulfillment center. I end up converting my whole postal store into a fulfillment center of products. Products just was just left there because I didn't want them to improperly pack it. Right. Okay. Because they'll mm -hmm. get breakage. They'll put it in a big box when yep. it should be in a small. So mm -hmm. you got dim weight come into play, right? Yep. Um, you have all of these things they just didn't understand. And I didn't have time to teach them so many of them at one time. So it was easy for me to just to take it and take care of myself and build them. And so what I created was my fulfillment center. And so I turned my whole postal store into a postal, uh, into a fulfillment center, Andy. And I created my business off the need of the community. I oh created my, my business from the need of the community. And now I'm, that's what I'm doing. But that education piece is just at the base of, Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. But also you did what so many people do focus groups for and mm -hmm. years of you know, studying and watching. They do beta. Okay. They right. study. Mm -hmm. What does the customer really need? When you solve absolutely. a problem that a customer not only wants you to solve, but is willing to pay for you to solve, right. you have won. I mean, that's goosebumps material. So <laughs> I love it. Let me just say, uh, It's a King says, Hi, Tiffany. You're awesome. Oh, uh, thank you, and, and RJ from LA. My mother worked in the post office and I am fortunate to have met Tiffany. She is absolutely RJ. amazing as a businesswoman and a role model. I, oh my God. I agree 100% RJ. And hi, Mon Monsi. Is that it? She goes, I love this. Yeah. I do too, Monsi. It's just so like, wow, right? When you think about all the things that happen to Tiffany and she turned it into something even better. Right. And so that's because she was able to step out of her comfort zone when God said, I want you to go do this. And then the pandemic and folks, they don't teach you this, you know, sometimes maybe mm -hmm. in business school, they'll talk about this, but you don't hear this on the, on the shows and up on the stage, which is, you know, there's a lot of things you can plan for as an entrepreneur, mm -hmm. but not mother nature and right. not pandemics mm. and not things that happen out of the blue. Mm. And so you know, that's incredible. And yes, it's a king genius right <laughs> here. You're looking at her. Let me just put her right into the big screen. That's it. <laughs> genius. <laughs> oh my gosh. So now you've got things humming along, but what did you do for systems? Because I'm thinking, software. I'm thinking, well, someone's dropping something off, but you don't want it to become a big mess here. You've got to start <laughs> categorizing and systematizing and, and figuring out what your profit margin is off of all of this effort, because you have to keep the lights on as well. Talk about that process. As you said, okay, fulfillment center, Hmm, what am I going to do? And what software platform is going to track all of this for me? Yeah, th that was a challenge, Andy, because I was fortunate enough because I did have a postal store. So I really, you know, was able to try to use those systems with the postal store systems aren't set up because 
uh, for fulfillment. You know, yeah. when you go into a postal store, the prices there are, are the margins are much higher. And right. so I actually had to, you know, go and start doing a little bit of research and, and Tiffany, I, I'm sorry to interrupt, but you know what? RJ has a great question right here. Oh. And I think this is the perfect time to answer it. RJ from LA says, I think of Amazon as a fulfillment center. Can you give the definition of a fulfillment center as it applies to ship black? Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's question. a good question. So we actually house the products and when the orders come in, we actually ship them. And so it's just like what Amazon does. We actually house the products at our warehouses and we actually use a uh, the w, uh, WMS. So we use a warehouse management system that actually integrates with the, the stores, the marketplaces where you see stuff online. And so we oh actually gosh. integrate. We actually integrate through Amazon as well. Wow. So okay. So now that we have that clear, folks, just think of yeah. that in your mind. You know, someone picking that off the shelf and you see it a lot post pandemic at the grocery store, people mm -hmm. fill in orders that they're going to get shipped Absolutely. out. Um, so that's a good understanding of fulfillment. So you had to figure out then do your research and say, okay, mm -hmm. what's going to be the best system that will integrate right with mm -hmm. Shopify, with mm -hmm. all the different platforms so that it can be a seamless operation. And I'm just also going to say founders, you have a product, you don't want to be fulfilling that product. Absolutely. You want ship black to be fulfilling so that you can be marketing mm -hmm. and you can be selling and, and networking can, and networking <laughs> and branding and doing all the other things that your founderhood requires for your product business. So how did you find out about, you said WMS, how did you find yeah, out about that? Yeah, I actually um, end up choosing ShipStation. Um, the founders of ShipStation are from Austin, Texas, which is I'm in Texas. Um, and so that, <laughs> so I end up with ShipStation. And I, I can say, and I've actually spoke with the individuals there at, at ShipStation. I'm like, I never was formally trained, but just like my career at the United States Postal Service, um, it was a lot of strategic planning, problem solving. Um, I never went into anything actually knowing what the actual procedure was. I actually just figured it out on my own. Uh, and so I figured out ShipStation, like I figured out so much other, so many other programs and, and, and things. And that's what I used as um, an integration software. And actually I chose the best integration software because ShipStation actually integrates with hundreds of marketplaces. And so that made it flexible where it doesn't matter where the client actually had their marketplace. It was an easy integration progress and, process. And I want to remind listeners and viewers, we say this a lot in the Startup Life Live show, but what all you founders have in common, you are fierce problem solvers. Mm -hmm. And look, you know, I, I practically saw Tiffany fan herself over the fact that she got to go and solve that problem. <laughs> Bring it on. Mm -hmm. I can do this. But no, that's true. You, you can't be fearful. You have to be mm -hmm. fearless when it comes mm -hmm. to problem solving. And you did right. that. And I love that you went with a local business, you know, someone mm -hmm. from Texas, because then mm -hmm. you feel good about supporting, but also you can go over, maybe have a clink clink or yeah. with them, right? And get to know them that way. Right. And so did people then how did you start to market that side of your business? Andy, I will tell you, you know, you mentioned uh, Miss Kim Roxy at the beginning of the show. And Kim was actually our first fulfillment client. Um, and I always give her a shout out because she actually, you know, just trusted um her products with us and it actually just caught wind it was word of mouth um and i tell you for that first year andy um 
I was, when they say had your, your uh, hands to the plow, I was working and it was word of mouth. You know, when you do great things and when you treat people right and when they start seeing the proof is in the pudding, good news travels fast. And so it was just word of mouth. I kept getting client after client after client through word of mouth. The word of wow. mouth. Kim lit the fire and passed the torch. And it's so many people. They just came to me word of mouth. Um, I still, to this day, have not yet really launched a big marketing campaign um, for Ship Black. Hey, can I just say, word of mouth is absolutely the best way to glow and grow. Mm -hmm. It mm -hmm. really is because it, it, you know, and I've talked to several founders on the show, same thing. They didn't spend a dime because mm -hmm. they were just trying to keep up with the current orders. Yeah, right, and, right. you know, and that's earned income mm -hmm. as far as I'm concerned, because mm -hmm. what you delivered, you figured out a problem people wanted you to solve and were willing to pay for it. Mm -hmm. And you added the extra icing on that cake yeah. by giving them the service and the compassion. Because mm -hmm. one of the things that, that really, the minute I got done interviewing Kim Roxy, I just went right there and found you on LinkedIn <laughs> because I said that advice as someone who had a product company, mm -hmm. that advice is so important because founders, you need to think big. You need to think that someday pallets of your product will be going out to Costco or big box stores or big locations. And so you want to make sure everything is snug in those boxes that then get piled onto those pallets. And it's all about measurement. And you can save a lot of money if your packaging is ideal for shipping. Talk a little bit about how you educate folks, Tiffany, well, I, for that. I, I have to mention, and I, as quick as I know how, the, 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 the pound cake story. Um, oh, because this was one of the big, big things that happened during the pandemic. When I talk about side hustles, I'm, I'm talking about people feeding their families. So you had a mother and daughter who actually uh, made pound cakes. Um, and sold them to family and friends online. They sold these cakes at $25, which is a good price for uh, a cake. They charge $5 for shipping. Someone told them about the free boxes that the United States Postal Service have, which is called flat rate boxes. So they use the large flat rate boxes for the milling of these cakes. Um, they baked all day, all night, brought them to me to drop off, and the shipping on that was twenty one dollars. The yeah, shipping that's, was that's not there's no profit there. There's the shipping was twenty one dollars. Yeah. They only charged five dollars and they sold the cake for twenty five. Yeah. And so all of you math mag magicians out there do the math on that. So I had them crying there. Um, the conversation with me should have been even at the idea because I would advise them if they wanted to sell those, use the small loafs. Right. OK. And then let's weigh them and, and see and then what type of packaging we're going to use and then how much shipping to actually charge. OK, and people think five dollars is a cute number. I'll charge five dollars for shipping. I'll charge three ninety nine for shipping. I'll charge not even if they say nine ninety nine. It the metrics doesn't work like that. No. Um, the welcome signs. Uh, one client I had, he had the tall welcome signs that everybody has at their door. Right. Right. He loved them. He thought they was great. They were selling on Amazon, 30 or $40. He ordered a whole pallet from China, brought them to me. The shipping was $29 on that. The shipping was $20. He wanted to sell it for $34.99. People are going to pay more, almost more for the postage than the item. Yeah. So he should have, the conversation should have been had 
before he purchased the palette. And that's what I say, why fail first? Okay, when right. you have the idea that you actually want a product, when you're talking about where to source it, you better be having those conversations about what we're at, what are we actually going to source? How much of that product are we going to have? What's the weight on it? How are we actually going to ship it? Is this mostly going to be for retail stores? And if if so, have your retail stores lined out. That's not an easy process. Or are we going to have an e-commerce store and we're going to sell this online? Now, what I advise him to do, Andy, because all was not lost, especially to me as a problem solver. So we actually start going to boutiques in and around the Sugarland area and ask them if they could actually uh, house that inside of the stores. Uh, and he actually started doing the BAPAS. Okay, BAPAS is buy online, pick up in store, where he actually was able to. Uh, wait, wait, wait. BAPAS? Bapas, absolutely. Bapas is buy online, pick up in store. Life will never be the same now that Bapas is here. And so, <laughs> I just never knew it was called Bapas. I love yeah, that name. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's Bapas. And so we had actually in my store, Andy, when I first turned everything over uh, into a fulfillment center, I actually used a retail space in the front for e-commerce businesses that just wanted to have their stuff on display in the store because the traffic came in, they were able to purchase it and they were able to offer BAPAS. They were able to offer buy online, pick up in store and actually had a location, right? You don't want individuals coming to your home, uh, no, no. right? So they were actually able to, and we provided a touchless delivery where they came up and they <laughs> text that number in and we put it in the trunk and they drove off. Andy, I done it all. I done oh, it all. Yes, I did. Yes, you did. <laughs> Did Tiffany Townsend, CEO, <laughs> founder of Ship Black. Everybody continue to say woohoo to Tiffany for figuring this out, but also enlightening because we do, we have very clever ways where we think we can make money, but knowledge mm -hmm. is power. And yep. Tiffany, I really think you need to be speaking at everywhere. <laughs> I, I do too, Andy. And, and all the cohorts and all the accelerators, because Absolutely. most businesses have a product. I mean, mm -hmm. God bless all of you, you know, the tech platforms mm -hmm. that are, you know, all in the cloud, but having had a product and I, I have a deep appreciation for folks who have mm -hmm. products, the shipping part is so important. And I just going to say, you know, thanks Australia, Edinburgh here tuning in. She's doing the lots <laughs> of the high fives and, and all of that. And, and, Monsi's like, what? Wow, really important to plan, you know, yes, and you, uh, this is great information from It's a King. And yes, to all the cohorts, right? I, I agree she needs to be out, you know, they need to be zooming her in mm -hmm. for all of them to be talking about this is so important. Bapas, mm -hmm. wow. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm, I've ordered stuff off Target or JC Penny, and they've said, you want to pick this up in the store, but I just was not hip to mm -hmm. Yep, that's what it is. It's, it's Bapas. But, but look at this. Like, I just am so excited that you mm -hmm. have, like, you figured all these things out mm -hmm. and you were able to deliver, which of course makes your heart sing, right? Absolutely, Andy. Absolutely. Oh, and, and during mm -hmm. the pandemic and everything else that you were doing. Um, so, and, and the word of mouth, everything that you have, but let's talk about something that many founders have to address and deal with also from the beginning of their business is how the heck am I going to pay for this and how I'm <laughs> going to keep the lights on in my own home and feed my family mm -hmm. while I'm launching this business. How did that work for you? How did you fund your business? 
Well, Andy, let me tell you, you know, when I done my retirement from the United States Postal Service, I did serve 20 years. So I did have money in my savings. And remember at the beginning when I mentioned that I did buy my business um, turnkey. And so fortunate for me, I was able to actually pay cash for that business and buy a turnkey. And so I didn't have any expenses. And like I said, I was just going to have people in my postal store and we were going to have cookies and coffee and we were going to be cackling hens all day. And I was going to be able to talk and just provide this great, you know, before the pandemic started, I was, when I said I was minding my business, Andy, I was just on the verge of living my best life. Right. And, and the pandemic hit and then I had to go into action and I started to do that. And so ship black, that other part wasn't really planned for it. And so I had to continue and I have continued um, over the last four years to bootstrap, um, bootstrap my business and actually fund it from, you know, my own, my own bank account. Um, And it's just that I just, I believe in it. So, and it's not so much of believing in me. I believe in the vision that God gave me. I believe that he called me from the United States postal service for a cause bigger than me. And I see it every day when I get to help a startup, when I get to make, make help them make sense of shipping when I get to help them keep their bottom line out of the red and in the black. And so it's all these great things that I believe in so much that I am able to keep bootstrapping my business until that day comes when someone just wants to buy shit black for me. And uh, of course, I already have an extra uh, exit strategy, but um, I love helping Andy and that's and what I do. You are uniquely qualified. This is mm-hmm. why you got tapped on the shoulder, Tiffany, right. <laughs> because you are uniquely qualified to be the it. fab female founder of this business. And I got to tell you, bootstrapping is mwah. You know why, folks? Bootstrapping gives you a nice long runway so that when mm-hmm. pandemics happen, you have a lot of wiggle room. Nobody's sitting there tapping their nails against mm-hmm. <laughs> the countertop going, uh, hello. Um, you are moving and grooving at your pace that works for you. And yeah, you'll, you figure out profitability. You figure out all those details along the way. In the meantime, your level of fulfillment of your own purpose and joy is mm-hmm way up here i imagine absolutely. yes absolutely yay 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 and um australia edinburgh says it's the passion of service for me exactly yes. right yes. i mean that y- there's no price to that at the end of the day when you're feeling that incredible mm-hmm. and uh, rj says tiffany is too and i <laughs> i'm not sure what that means but okay <laughs> But um, so Tiffany, and as you've moved along, you've, you've shown us how you figured out, you know, the fulfillment components, Mm -hmm. but let's talk about, and, and, and how you shared, I mean, you really love saying, Hey folks, I want to educate you and I want to guide you because I want you to win. Right. So talk a little bit about how you're building that side of the business, because as I showed, when I was introducing you, there you are. Mailing solution specialist Tiffany Townsend. Email info at shipblack.com. We actually have a a, a website, Andy, uh, shipblackuniversity.com. Okay. And so the shipblackuniversity.com is more of our education uh, piece, the education component, Andy, because now, you know, and businesses are ever evolving and I'm pivot, pivot, pivot. So not only am I teaching e-commerce businesses about how to actually properly pack, ship and price, I actually teaching um, young adults and at risk youth and individuals on the autism spectrum 
how to actually work in a, a warehouse. I'm teaching them logistics. I'm teaching them supply chain one-on-one. And so it just gets bigger than that, Andy. It gets bigger than that. The more, it seems like the more steps I take and the more I show my faith, the more God is opening up the uh, the vision for me to see more and to see it's bigger than that, Andy. So it's bigger than packing and shipping. I Who knew? It is. But, you know, again, you are uniquely qualified Mm -hmm. and we're going to get into, you know, especially around the autism and special needs and at risk. People need to be trained to be able to come in. And it's a wonderful gig for folks. You're able Mm -hmm. to pay them a good salary and give them a sense of purpose to get out of the house and come in. And the family Mm -hmm. that's supporting them feels great about it as well. And who wouldn't want to be around you? But Mm -hmm. it's scalable. That mm-hmm. training you can take anywhere. Absolutely. And same thing with uh, Shiplock University. That is something that you can put into the hopper, you know, do a training that people can buy while you are sleeping. Absolutely. And Absolutely. that's a sweet <laughs> revenue line that I'm in love with for you. Um, and so let's, let's just talk a little bit about... Um, where you see this business going. Cause you know, you've done so, I mean, you have shared such great information folks. If mm-hmm. you have any questions for Tiffany, pop them in the show notes. And those of you who are watching the replay, pop them into the comment section. We, we answer questions after the live show. Um, but let's talk about, you've gotten into a cohort yourself right now that's going to really mm-hmm. up your game called EWOC. And mm-hmm. I am just so excited about that. Tell everybody what that's about. Yeah, it's a special cohort for women of, of color and WeBank is doing it. And it's actually, you know, all of these women-owned businesses of color and we're really geared to, you know, break barriers. Um, but the room is so rich just because of the individuals that's in it. And you have businesses from all different levels um, that's in the cohort and they actually get to share that expertise with us. And so I just think it was so amazing um, that I was even chosen as one of the women to partake in this. this, Is it a national cohort? I mean, people, women from around the country or regional? Uh, This is in and around the Houston area. Great, great, Mm -hmm. great, great. But it's all different industries together. Absolutely. And, and folks, reason why I always encourage folks to hop into a cohort, especially those that are free, mm-hmm. apply, because mm-hmm. that peer support is what you're talking about, right? You're talking to other women of color founders mm-hmm. who are working on their businesses as well. And now you've got a collective mind share and, and emotional support you didn't have because founders, you know, nobody knows what you're going through like another founder yeah, because your family is like, uh-huh, that's yeah. great, honey. And they're biting their nails watching right, you. Right, right. It's like, she's crazy. <laughs> Why is she working so hard like that? I don't right. understand it. Where's your vacation time? But um, anyway, that's so remarkable. And so, folks, I just want to encourage you to always look at ways that you can participate masterminds, cohorts, accelerators, especially Absolutely. those are, that are free. There's lots of them. I have a list if you'd like. Yeah, and, and free and free and paid, Andy, because some people, you know, if they pay for something, they're definitely all in yes. um, getting to these cohorts. But yes. it's it's the the equity, uh, the people equity, the human capital that's of right. being in a room with these individuals that's so rich. And it's really not an amount of money um, that right. you can put on that. So, yeah. And, and so 
what does Shiplack look like in a few years? I know you had, you said, oh, I've got an exit strategy, but where do you see things going? Because, I mean, it's just been, I thought it was going this way. Wait, no, I'm not. Take a right turn. Okay, mm -hmm. and I'm over here. And what do you think, <clears throat> what does that look like now going forward? Andy, I will say, you know, with the shifts in the economy, okay, and with the inflation and, you know, fears of a depression and different things like that. Um, a lot of e-commerce have slowed down. Yeah. And so again, you pit, you just keep pivoting. And so I am uh, screaming to the mountaintops more on the education. And I wanna take this time out, especially for e-commerce businesses, if your sales are not where you want to, how do I scale? What happens when everything picks back up? Now right. it's a great time for those e-commerce business owners to invest in their self, invest in their business. And actually, let's talk about your new product that you want to add to your line. Let's talk about the metrics. Let's talk about, is this item actually properly packed and shipped? Is this item actually going to make you money? And let's revisit what you already have. Can you bring that down? Can you bring that from eight ounces to six ounces? raise the price up some and adjust that let's look at the shipping there what can we do now that everything is slow okay because you don't prepare for this during peak season no, let's take busy. this time now okay we still have time to actually start getting orders and getting product ready for peak season but this is a great time for e-commerce owners to have those conversations with melody solution specialists like myself and actually get things in order and get ready for the onslaught. It is coming, people. It is coming back um, great. And the best thing you can do as an e-commerce business owner is be prepared. And right. not even to hit the same goals that you hit, but to go higher. Right. I don't want things to go back. Let me go back pre-pandemic. Absolutely not. You no. want to go, you want to go all the way up. We don't want to go back to pre-pandemic numbers. Right, but you want to be a great pandemic. Let's go higher. Yeah, but you want to be, as we say here in Boston, wicked smarter. You want to be wicked smarter. <laughs> because that's what's so important is that now with Tiffany's help, you can get, you know, things at the end. Trust me, that ounce, just even half an ounce sometimes is going to save a lot of money. Right, Tiffany? Oh, absolutely. I'm working with a client now and, you know, that's what we're up against. And we're actually having to downsize the whole package they actually had to buy new packaging smaller boxes and take it from four bags to two bags two pouches in there which reduced the shipping now they'll sell the item at a cheaper rate but the postage is not as high and right. they actually now won't be contributing to postage the postage are actually paid for itself that makes a difference in a in a oh business yes. because if you have postage on in this particular item the running postage on that starts about eight dollars and 45 cents now we'll be and they only charge five dollars yep. so they're paying you know 3.95 for every order that goes out right listen any little <laughs> thread of profit you can get gets you to profitability gets you to profitability right so we're gonna we're gonna adjust all that i'm working with them and it was just if they were at the co-packer if yeah. they had talked to me before they got to the co-packer and we had got those boxes down just a little bit yep. and took one ounce out of each bag, it would have took them into a whole nother, uh, absolutely a whole nother bracket. Mm -hmm. It should, it would have been first class and not priority mail. And then it would have them in a different uh, bracket as far as the mailing and the, the shipping prices. And they would have been able to have, um, blacks on their bottom line instead of reds. There we go. <laughs> That's even better. 
you know, and RJ from LA, I missed your question here earlier. Does your fulfillment center interact with sources like Alibaba of China? I am so proud and excited to learn and support this business. Oh, no, Alibaba in China, they actually just provide products. Okay. And so we don't provide products. Ship Black owns no products uh, at all. Ship Black just house other, yeah. other people's products. So we okay. don't. Okay. And then he also has a question. Um, are you considering the innovation of AI, artificial intelligence, incorporated into your business? Oh, absolutely. We've already started uh, with AIs. And, you know, the fulfillment business and having a state-of-the-art warehouse, we've already started with that. Uh, a lot of the integration and a lot of the AIs, these brands use that as far as directing their marketing and making sure that they have the right people group and the right targeted audience. And so they've actually been using some forms of AI um, already, you know, in this field. Oh my gosh. And uh, Australia Edinburgh says, asks, do you offer insurance options for shipments? Well, we actually use all of the major mailers. And so all of them come with insurance options, Excellent. but please note, and I'm glad she brought that up because one thing that people don't understand, um, the United States Postal Service, of course, is the cheapest um, for first class, but first class doesn't automatically come with insurance. So it depends on what the price of your item is. If you have an item that you're shipping and it's a $70 item and you're shipping it first class, it's not protected against loss or damage because first class doesn't offer you automatic insurance. That's only priority mail and that offers you $50 worth of insurance when you use it in the United States Postal mm -hmm. Service. So if that item is lost or damaged and you use priority mail, you still won't get your 70. You'll get up to $50. So think about that. The cheapest way may not always be the best way. You need to make sure your items are protected against lost or damage. You may want to use FedEx or UPS that automatically gives you $100 worth of insurance. Small businesses cannot take the hit of continuous loss and damage and returns. Small businesses can't stay in, out of the red and in the black with that method. I'm writing down the cheapest way is not always the best way. It's not the best Folks, way, Andy. Especially if you have like, a product that's of, of some type of value or any, any product. You know, right. you can't, small businesses, let me tell you one thing, two things small businesses can't do. Offer free shipping because shipping is not free. Nothing right. about the United States Postal Service, UPS, FedEx, DHL, et cetera, is free. They don't give anything away for free. Shipping is not free. Shipping <laughs> is built into the price, folks, if they're saying shipping is free. Yeah, shipping is it, Well, shipping how about when they free. say, and oh, insurance. your order is now ready for sh free shipping? What does that mean now that you're up to like 100 bucks? That's just a way to get you to buy more, folks. Yeah, it's about folks. And, and then the next thing is your insurance. Make sure that your item is protected against loss or stolen because insurance claims does add up and you don't want to not honor anything when a customer has something is lost or it's broken. Um, because remember I talked about earlier about word of mouth and word of mouth can make your business or it definitely can break your business. And so the one thing you want to do is just be clear of your returns um, on checkout. You know, make sure it's something in there that actually states about what your return policy is. Um, and then insurance and things like that. And what you're going to do if that package is actually lost or stolen, you're going to already let the customer know what steps are going to be taken before they even check out. 
Oh my gosh. I, folks, don't you love learning from Tiffany? I mean, come on. You know, we please follow her everywhere she glows. It's at Ship Black Co on Instagram. She's on LinkedIn. On so LinkedIn. please, all the links are in the show notes. You know, you have a deep advocacy and love for the autism community. Talk a little bit about that. How did that come to be? And what are you most proud of with Ship Black and the community and how you serve it? Well, Andy, I do have a son on the autism spectrum. He was diagnosed at age two. And so I've actually, you know, lived with this um, for all, you know, all of my son's life. And the one thing, um, Andy, is, you know, feeling alone. Um, I didn't want to feel a I felt alone because I didn't have anyone else that I sure. felt like under, understood. And then I always wanted my son to have more options. And so when we actually, and I say we, me and my husband, knew that we were going to be entrepreneurs and we're going to purchase our postal store, we wanted to make sure that we create jobs for individuals on the autism spectrum. Yes. Because at this time, my son had just graduated and he done, he did go to college for one year, but it was jobs, you know. Now what? You know, right. now what when, when you're out of school? Now what? And these individuals, I mean, they really want to be, um, you know, big members in society. They don't they, want to stay stuck in a back room, you know, for the yeah. rest of their life. They want to be active in society. And their gifts, their superpowers, Andy, is like no other. And I have to make sure that every time I speak of them, they are superpowers. Because let me tell you, I do not have a photographic memory. No. No, you do not. Or you don't have like a, the ability to pick up any language wherever you are or play anytime. You know, their beautiful brains are brilliant. Mm -hmm. We are the ones that need to adjust mm -hmm. so that we can provide them the outlet they need. We're the ones who are lacking, in my opinion, right? Oh, abs absolutely. Absolutely. But and the, the, mailing, the mailing industry, Andy, is so repetitive that individuals on the spectrum thrive in that type of environment. Yes. Thrive in that. And then the postal service and the packing um, and shipping is on memory. So yes. some of their greatest assets, when you think about what careers are good, we're, we're right here. And so I really want to make sure that I capture that. Oh my gosh, that's so important. Everyone deserves to wake up every day feeling they're contributing yes. to the world in some way while using... Absolutely their own awesome sauce. So mm -hmm. you have, you know, you figured that out. You're absolutely right. Attention to detail. Absolutely. For anybody on the spectrum, they just absolutely. are like, what? how did you know that? And uh, the rest of us are just like space cadets at the end of the day. So I oh, love yeah. that. that Quality control, Andy, and inventory management. I mean, they pay attention when we got some stuff coming in. I mean, they're looking for any snag, tear, any crease, anything that's not supposed to be there. Their eye will give it to you. And I'm like, sometimes I have to like, I think this will pass. They're like, no. <laughs> I'm like, sit it aside. I'll come back to it. Because they're not letting nothing slide. Oh, no. Their eye see any discrepancy that's any out of place. Absolutely. Which is, mwah. I mm -hmm. love that something fierce. I agree. It's a king. It's king says, I can't believe I'm getting this for free. Great information. Oh, yeah. Hallelujah on that. So let's go to some of the intangibles. Okay. Okay. You know, and, and you, nobody succeeds alone. I don't care folks. Whenever you hear that, she's a self-made woman or self-made <laughs> man. Nope, nope, nope. They are lying. They didn't get there just by themselves. Mm -hmm. Who would you like to do a quick shout out for adding wind to your sales and, you know, opening 
up doors and lifting you up when you needed it most? Um, Andy, I, I have to go with, you know, my, I have, I too have, I'm blessed to be born as a twin. And so God knew that this purpose was so great that he made two of us. And so I have my twin sister by my side, um, who's always in, encouraging me and supporting me and understand things that probably everyone don't, don't understand because she kind of has my same mind. And then my husband, you know, having the decision and even after 20 years when I tell him, you know, the Lord says it's time to leave the postal service. He had to be in agreement with that. And, oh, yeah. you know, <laughs> he had to be in agreement with that. It's just saying, say what? <laughs> yeah, say what? And then, you know, and, and you know, and bootstrapping, you know, right. bootstrapping is not, you know, if you and your spouse are not on the same page and you're taking money out of, you know, your bank oh, account. Oh, yeah. You guys know, have to be on the same page I'm with your darlings and your yes, beloveds and so when that, you're pulling money out of that 401k going, <laughs> you know, I really feel called to do this. Wait, wait, wait. I thought we had that earmark for X, Y, Z. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so my husband, him, his agreement and alignment that we have really makes it easier for me to be able to operate um, to the fullest of my capacity, knowing that I have him that's backing me up, that's supporting me and making sure that I'm my best self. So. Oh my gosh. And it's so wonderful. And I'm here clapping and celebrating the, the twin and yes, the darling husband mm-hmm. for you know supporting you like that. Cause folks, we have to have that person or those people in our lives mm-hmm. who believe in us because Absolutely. that's how we win. You mm-hmm. can get coached and mentored, but the ingredient that helps you win is when someone believes you can do it, especially right. when you see no evidence yourself. Like, oh, Absolutely. I love that. And then when you feel inadequate, because you know, there's a, we're going to be talking about this on Tuesday with our guests. There's a high level of mental health challenges for founders. Mm-hmm. And this needs to be talked about more. Absolutely. And so when we're feeling inadequate and mm-hmm. overwhelmed, and when you are finding yourself feeling inadequate and overwhelmed, Tiffany, mm-hmm. and, and and also just challenged as a leader and a founder, how do you shift your mindset? Because this is a skill, everyone. It, there are just the challenges of entrepreneurship are for reals, right? Hashtag oh, the struggle is real. And we need to have, you know, ability to have, you know, the peer support, but also mindset hacks to help us get through these tough times. So what have you used? What can you share with folks? Well, Andy, I actually rely heavily on my faith. Um, That's the only way that I can make it through. Um, I, I love music. Um, So I love listening to some good encouraging music um, and just relying and and turn into my faith to get me through because it's so, you know, times are so uncertain. And then I always go back to God. I'm like, okay, you called me here. And so I have, of course, I have to stay close to make sure that I'm on the right track, but that's actually, you know, that's, that's how I get to, that's how I get through those, those tough moments because people don't understand. God gave a vision to me. He didn't give it to everyone. So I can't expect them to understand everything that's going on. And that was hard because you want sympathy. You want people to really understand. And I'm thinking like, Hey, you're the one who left this good job and five weeks of vacation and you know, all of these good benefits to do this. So you're on your own, on your own. So yeah. 
Oh, I, you know, faith helps you walk through things because mm -hmm. again, you're in partnership is what I'm sensing. Absolutely. You're in partnership with Absolutely. the divine. Mm -hmm. And so you understand that this is really hard, but you're going to get through it Absolutely. and you're going to get it figured out. I mean, you Absolutely. feel the feels folks. Mm -hmm. Remember, you got to feel the feels so Absolutely. that they can be diluted. I always say, Tiffany, it's kind of like adding um, baking soda and that delicious chocolate cake on its own, it tastes terrible, but when you Absolutely. blend it in, that's great. And, um, that. but I also just, you know, I really feel that faith is something that could easily be stitched on a pillow. <laughs> Maybe with George Michael singing it in the background, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> but it oh just, it's key. And so often we don't even have evidence of what we're doing is going to work out. Mm -hmm. And I tell folks, Tiffany, that when you launch a business, you will win no matter what happens mm -hmm. because you could go back to work somewhere right, with these incredible skill sets, with a proven track record of things that you've figured out. Mm -hmm. And now you're going to command a bigger salary, recognition, et cetera. Or you can just say, you know what? I didn't do this right this whole on the first one. The second one, I know what I'm going to do right. And you start yep. another business. So you yep. always win. Please tell folks how they can work with you, how they can find you, how they can celebrate you. <laughs> I don't know if we've done enough today. Um, <laughs> and Mozzie's like, they think we're crazy. The people yeah. around us <laughs> So true. Absolutely. And RJ from LA is saying, awesome interview. Thank you. Thank you. And of course, yes. Monsi, you're absolutely right. Mental health is so important. Don't forget, everybody, 988 is the new number to call when you're challenged. Mm -hmm. and, um, RJ from LA says, a great pleasure meeting Tiffany and her husband and watching how they work together. A tons of thumbs up. That's well, if you have any of any e-commerce brands that want to really take advantage of this, this downtime and even thinking about scaling, um, please make sure you email us at info at Shipblack. Very simple. Email us at info at Shipblack and uh, put free. And I'll be sending the link out for our free 15-minute consultation. And so that free 15-minute consultation will just give me and my team an idea of what you have going on. Um, where do you want to go? And then we can kind of track from there. But I also, I love just getting that, just getting that insight. Let's just get a conversation because you may be on the right track or you may not. And so if they, again, just email us info at shiplack.com, type in free, we'll send you the link for that free, uh, 15 minute consultation with your Absolutely. mail solution specialist. And, um, it's up from there. Oh my gosh. And I personally, and I invite anybody who's tuned in and, and watching and listening, think about an organization that could have Tiffany speak for them, whether mm -hmm. they pipe her in on Zoom or fly her in. I'm telling you, this is the kind of education we want to see uh, wherever cohorts or accelerators are happening because it doesn't get talked about enough. And a lot of the cohort founders are just starting out and they need Tiffany spread the word, everybody. Any last oh, thoughts before you. I pop you into the green room? My wonderful, delicious, fab people founder. No, thank you so much, Andy, for your platform, for your community, for your wittiness. I love it. You made this interview so great. And um, thank you for helping me keep in making ship happen. <laughs> keep making shift happen that's a stitch that on the pillow moment 100 percent. i'm sorry <laughs> and great elevator pitch richard o says okay oh, so 
nice practicing that with everybody. I hope folks caught that as well. I agree. Mm -hmm. I'm going to pop you in the green. Thank you, Tiffany. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so delighted Kim Roxy spoke of you and yes, I couldn't get you booked me. on the show fast enough. Thank you. <laughs> you had a tremendous value today. You saw it in the comments and everybody will be commenting, I'm sure, for years to come. Oh, my gosh. We learned so much from Tiffany today because who knew? And we've got to make ship making ship happen. That's right, Motsi, making ship happen right here. Um, let me share with you who's coming up next. We have a very seasoned uh, gentleman sharing incredible information for those of you who need to put boards into place with your business. We're chatting with Mahandra Ramsinghani about building effective boards for startups. And he actually wrote the book, co-authored with Brad Feld, Getting the Most Out of Your Board of Directors. And he has all the insights and advice you need to skillfully navigate this important segment of your startup structure. He also is an investor. He's invested in over 50 pre-seed and seed stage companies, Plus, he headed up, he was the director of venture capital initiatives for the state of Michigan and their economic development corporation. And he's written several other books. So we're going to have a great time picking that man's brain, right? So I hope you can tune in. And how do you know whenever I post a new show? You are a member of the Startup Life Live meetup group. So hop on to meetup, find Startup Life Live or scan that QR code or click that link because this is where you learn and grow right here. Hey, thank you, Monsi, for being here today. Great interview and such an amazing host. Thank you. Thank you so much. And RJ from LA, it is a pleasure. So grateful for all of you, Australia, Edinburgh. Thank you too for tuning in and sharing your glow with us today. And also it's King, love seeing you. And Podcaster extraordinaire, Richard O. You knocked it out of the park coming in with your glow as well. And no. everyone, I just want to remind you that, you know, you are <laughs> braver than you feel sometimes, right? And you are wicked smarter than you think. You've got this. Thank you for tuning in and carving out time to up your founder game. It's always delicious to see you and hear from you. So hop onto Instagram. If you want to know what is Andy Lyons up to, come follow me over there. You'll see all the photos. And I'd also love to follow you back. Um, and LinkedIn, don't forget to connect there as well. Until next time, keep dreaming. And I'm wishing you a delicious day. Cheers. Cheers.